0: Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks.
1: Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to our recap of the Circle US Season 2 and episodes 12 and 13, Chris. And we're here, we're at the end. This has been a a short-lived season for us, uh, but I mean, what we'll do is we'll go through and then we'll announce what are we doing next. I guess we have to figure out what that is before we announce it, but (laughs) 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 what do you make at the start of this episode 12 where, I mean, obviously we're we're getting to the final, aren't we now? So we, we know who wins and everything. So first off, we get Mitchell. And he tries a bit of schmoozing, doesn't he? He tries to get on the good books of River and Courtney and invites them into a chat. So what did you
0: reckon to that? You know what, David? It was interesting because it was so transparent. Mitchell and Courtney called it straight away, like, oh, here we go, he's, he's coming in. But Mitchell had this trifecta, didn't he? So he had Trevor and they were going to try and get Chloe on their side and mm-hmm. reveal that, you know, Mitchell was adamant that Chloe, uh, Courtney was the Joker. So I think what I would, what I would say is, Mitchell was just too, like, hobnail boots, just come and kick the door in with them both. They both saw through it. But in this episode especially, I didn't find the side of River and Courtney, or Lee and Courtney, very nice. Because Lee, I'd said in the last episode what a great guy Lee was and all that. And And look, it's a game, Lee was completely right to say, look, I'm here for 100k, I don't care what I'm doing. But I just felt that they were just too snipey for me in this episode. It was all nastiness. Even when Mitchell, even though I'm not saying Mitchell was not in the wrong, but he sort of laid it on the line about himself. And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, whatever. You know, and I'm like, come on guys, you know, whatever you think, if that, You might be desperate for the money. I'm not saying they're not, but I just, I don't know. It just, it left a bad taste in my mouth. And from this point on, I didn't want Lee or Courtney to win it. And I didn't want anyway. I thought Lee was a good guy, might come second, but I was like, right, used to a bottom of the list for me now.
1: That's interesting that. I don't know if I saw it that way. I just felt that it was getting to crunch time, (laughs) you know. and, And Mitchell, it was such an obvious... Uh, see through play wasn't it it was like I'm I'm going to try and get in with them it, it was like so blunt it had a postage stamp on it I, I just I, and again I, they probably say a lot more or there's no doubt they say a lot more and then it's just edited in isn't it so I think the stuff I, I do find Courtney in particular quite snipey I've said before you know once someone gets on the wrong side of him he's like Nope, they're done. Doesn't matter what they say, you know. He's, he's you know, he's not having any of it. Um, and I think Lee was, yeah, he, he was sniffing the end and sort of getting sounds <laughs> wrong. He was, he was getting to the end and he was and he, sniffing that hundred k. Yeah, right. And and he was just like, I think more so with Lee, he's having that conversation with himself because innately. He wants to believe Mitchell. So he's sort of reminding himself, it's like, look, we are getting to the end. This is where we are in the game. You know, he's he's trying to just keep himself in the game here. So I I don't know. I think it's I think it's all fair game, to be honest.
0: No, look, I, I like I say, I'm not exonerating Mitchell, but it, like you're right about calling me sniper, but I'll tell you what, Dave. You know, on these shows, they love a good sob story, don't we? We, have, we get the letters from home, we get the different things, you know, and uh, this thing about them with the money was like, I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it because some of the stories were in the throat job. You're watching them like, oh my God you know, really, really, really interesting. I mean, Lee's story was complete bullshit. I'm going to pay for my student loans and buy a car. You know what I mean? When he actually wants a pool. That was brilliant. At least he was honest. Brilliant. At least, You know what? At least he was honest. But then he just took a fucking dive, didn't he? You know, John, you know, obviously it's them two together, but he's, he's saying we're going to take the family on a holiday. Chloe's story was so moving about her dad and, and his addiction uh, yeah, charity and all that, you know, but then it just seemed to be a fucking cascade of who can give you the worst sob story. Every single person in the world, Dave, can sit down and at some point in their life, whether it's now or in the past, and tell you a tragic story about what's happened to them or someone close to them that's affected the rest of their life. We we all are uh, creations of our environment, of stuff that happens, whether it's premeditated or not. It was terrible, some of the stories. But one thing I, I, I really felt for Chloe, Dave, that she was crying and I never talk about her dad. Really nice, mm. Trevor. You know, obviously, we know it's Delisha. He's it, it, it going on about it's Delisha. Sorry about the house, the door. I think and, you're right, first time. Oh, Delisha. Delisha sorry, name. Delisha. And um, about the house, the door. She was getting very emotional. Re- really, really good story. Mitchell tells his story, right? So I'm I'm vouching for Chloe now. Thinking, you know what? that's a great story. Give me a lump in the throat. I thought really nice. He says he's going to invest it in real estate, generational wealth. He does this charity thing with his friends. Like, Chloe went, oh, that's fucking bullshit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you've just, you've just basically, for me, she discredited her own story by not believing Mitchell. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's. I know she don't. she obviously thought he was a catfish, but I just felt, well- they still don't know you're not a catfish, and I don't know it. And then obviously Courtney was talking about his stepdad, and he obviously had a serious illness and that, and that was really sad. But I don't know. I just there was something off slightly about some of the some of the things in that.
1: Uh, I don't know. Um, I wonder if I read if I write these notes, if you'll just say anything. <laughs> Because I've got nothing left to say to that now, because <laughs> you've just fucking read all my notes out. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, You know what? You might you might be right there with Chloe. I, I, I just don't know, because she, um, I, d- I didn't think of the hypocrisy until you just said it there, to be honest. The fact that she's given a sob story, she knows it's true. You know, it certainly came across authentic. Um, But you get a similar kind of sob story from Mitchell, and you're right. She's like, that's bullshit. Whereas she doesn't know, does she? No. And we we don't know either.
0: No, no, we don't. You know. uh, So yeah. I I
1: don't (laughs) know. Just I just saw it as being another part of the game, where you know they're trying to come up with something that's going to pull on the heartstrings of everyone else and think, oh, you know what, if I don't win it, I want this person to win it. So for me, it's all just part of the game playing. I'm getting the sense that you're not really loving this final and some of the uh, players that are in it. But for me, it's it's just still a game. All right, there's 100 grand down on the table uh, to win this game, so the stakes are, are a bit higher than an average game. But for me, I I quite like the fact that, you know, it was another way just to try and curry favour with, you know, the other players.
0: It could be, it could be. Look, Dave, I always say it, X Factor, you know, Britain's got talent, all that America's got talent. You You know, you... Exactly. You know, I got a fucking... (laughs) I got a puncher on the way here and I nearly didn't make the call. Or, you know, the fucking squirrel died right in front of me in the garden. It was eating too many nuts. Oh, my God. And we get the dramatic music and all that. And some of the stories are really sad, beautiful stories. But it's just... And like you say, it might be fatigue. It might just be me being off. I, I did think with the Chloe thing, was, and honestly, I didn't steal your notes from that. I was coming in hot on that day because <laughs> when she said it, when I watched it, I did think that. I thought, wow, that's a bit of a contradiction considering we're supposed to believe your story, which I did believe. I completely was all in like, oh, you know what? Chloe's got a great chance. And I started swaying then thinking maybe I was right. You know, I'd said I'd warmed up to her a little bit Thinking maybe maybe she does deserve to win. And that just marred it for me, I think.
1: yeah. I tell you what, I thought one was one of the great plays, Chris. Was, you know, this whole trifecta that um, Delisha's put together, you know, as Trevor. And Mitchell's completely bought in, isn't he? Because every second sentence he mentions the trifecta. You know, he's such a fucking dude, bro, isn't he? um, Yeah. (laughs) He's like. Me and Trevor, we've got the trifecta. <laughs> and he just can't stop repeating. He's just like, look, we fucking get it. And editors, we get it. Um, But, you know, they they invite... So Mitchell and uh, Trevor are talking and they invite Chloe into their chat. And then basically they drop the bombshells. They're basically throwing River and Courtney under the bus to try and steal away Chloe, you know, and make... make her think that Mitchell and Trevor are the ones to trust and obviously you know Chloe has a bit of a a thing for Trevor and that'll play out a little bit later on but um, they dropped the bombshell that Courtney is the Joker and you know all they want to do is to protect Chloe so you know what, what did you make of that whole scene and how that all unfolded?
0: I think I think with that Dave that I'm I really warm to Delisa. I, I really did. I have done over the last few episodes. You know, Trevor. Uh, even though she's a catfish, I really think that out of everyone, she was the most genuine. And I was completely uh, all for her. I had my little pom poms there and everything. Like you know, she. I wanted her to win and stuff. I think it worked. And Chloe had a bit of a Kaiser Sosa moment. She was sort of like, that makes sense. You know that that thing. Mm. But I, it felt l- too little, too late because there was such a relationship between River Lee. And Courtney and Chloe, and they were together. And yeah, it was them protecting their own interests to keep themselves in the game. But I don't think the Chloe, to be fair, Dave, and I've called her out a few times, so I don't think Chloe completely was playing the game like they were. She was just being herself and going along with it. You know, she's aware mm. of what the game's about and that. I am backtracking slightly on her. I do think that her intentions were quite genuine now.
1: She does seem, seems quite authentic. Yeah. Um, And also, she just seems quite intuitive. I think I said in the last episode, you know, obviously, uh, she isn't, she's not going to Harvard, is she? Or Oxford or Cambridge? But she does seem to, she gets the subtext of what people are talking about. And, and, Seems quite intuitive, and you know, quite often she gets it on the money. Because really, you know, Trevor and Mitchell put together a, a very convincing argument there, didn't they? That basically River and Courtney are thick as thieves, and they're just using Chloe. And the fact that you know they said, in fact, when they said about Courtney being the Joker, and Courtney had essentially said, "Don't trust Chloe," you can you can see that hurt. You know, because she, she really thinks you've got the Kardashians. They call themselves, don't they? Yeah. And uh, you know, so she's really trusting of River and Courtney. So that really hurt her when, when she basically uh, found out she'd been thrown under the bus by Courtney. But of course, Courtney was playing as Emily, wasn't he? So it was. So in Courtney's mind, he wasn't throwing Chloe under the bus because that's what Courtney wanted. He was acting as if he was Emily to throw Emily under the bus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dave, and I think you're right. You're right with what you said about the gameplay stuff. It's very clever and very intuitive to to do that and very knowledgeable of the circle as a game. I think Courtney had it there. It was in his hands, Dave, and then it just seemed the last few episodes to fall slightly. So, no, honestly... I do think the last two episodes were very clever and very psychologically as well. If you look at it from a, a human study, case study, it's perfectly how it goes. How that money, that life-changing money, you're trying not to blink to show that you really want it, but you do. And I think the one that I have respect for, even though I said i gone off a bit, is Lee. The fact that he's like buying a fucking pool is brilliant, Dave. See, you know, see, I
1: love that. Honestly, I, I do. The fact that he said to the cameras, "Like, yeah, I just want a pool, to be honest," but oh yeah, I want to do this, that, and pay off my student loans. Like, you fucking, I, I, I just loved it. To be honest, I, I was the opposite.
0: Yeah, brilliant. It's brilliant. And, and look, as we go on, Dave, when I mean, we get the messages from home, don't we? And. Yeah, you've got yeah. Lee. You know, we meet Lee's partner and his mum and he's like, "I love that man so much." And and really, his southern accent come out more and more. Lee when he saw his mom and uh, his partner, that was really nice. Mitchell, get I told you about his mum and brother, Dave, did his brother looks like him as well, just a yeah, couple years yeah, older. Yeah. They were all talking and that, and then was it his grandma? I think it must have been his grandma. Once it? it was there, it was, I'm assuming it, I'm was, assuming it was, was his yeah. grandma. She was there. That was really nice. He was, uh, you know, screaming and shouting and stuff, which was really good. And then Lisa, she got her family, didn't she? You know, like supporting her. But I didn't have, a, I didn't believe that John, that, that that character John was going to win it. I didn't. I, I really didn't think so. No, no, it's a bit
1: dull, really, weren't they? I, yeah. I think that whole thing was a little bit of a, a non-event. I, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything entertaining um, that the collective John actually did.
0: No, I mean, did you think of anything of the other messages, Dave? Did anything else stand out for you?
1: I I must admit, I was a bit of a blubbering mess myself when Delisha got her message from the real Trevor and the yep. daughter. Um, oh my God, yep. that was that was like I think at that moment I'm like, because I, I, I thought she'd roll the dice, you know, with the whole trifecta thing. I thought it was a brilliant gamble, but I didn't think it had come off because Chloe had kind of seen through it, and I'm like, "Yeah, Delisha, you've you've fucked that up a little bit now." Um, but at this moment, I was like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd be okay if you won it."
0: No, it, you know what, Dave? And I'm so glad you said that because I was a fucking. I thought Chloe's was nice though, with a moment, a brother in it. A, a brother yeah. just double yeah, over, yeah. Dave. A brother was absolute double her, but he just didn't have long hair. He was sat in the middle one, he? but he was—he was—that was a nice message, to be fair. But Trevor, it's a very
1: confusing thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, big time. He's <laughs> Chloe's a good-looking woman, yeah. and it's like, uh, that's a do. Well, well, I've got—I've um... got a story for you, Dave. A very
0: quick story. <laughs> go, on, go on. One of my closest friends from childhood. who's a friend of mine and my brothers. He—he's like so distinctive, the genes in his family. They all look like the mum. And the dad, great guy, the dad, I've known him since he was a kid, lovely guy, but they're not together, the mum and dad split up years ago. But his sister is, my mate, exactly the same with a wig on, Dave. Like, I mean, you know, and he knows it himself, right? <laughs> but then one of my mates got with him, was like going, she's stunning. Oh, yeah, she's stunning. And we were all like, so... Do you fancy? And he's actually called Dave as well. This is no lie. They're going. So you fancy Dave <laughs> it's as well? Me, and he's not you. Way, no, it's if not you're you. And, and everyone's like, so you fancy Dave as well, then, do you? And you're know, like being stupid, like we do, like yeah, lads. Yeah. And it went on for years. Like, no, And he's not with her now. But it was one of them things. Like you've never seen a brother and sister <laughs> so alike, Dave. And and she, you know, she. she <laughs> and not like Dave. He was masking look or anything like. That, but just he, they just look. Exactly the same. And and you would see and you go, you can tell you two brother in the Are you twins? That's how much you look alike. So, yeah, so that's where I think the Chloe thing, her and her brother were just spit of each other. Absolute double. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what I just realised, Chris, as you were talking there, I didn't, I didn't do the usual intro, did I? I said I was going to announce, you know, some country where we seem to be quite popular ah. at the time of recording. So, you know, Chris. Today, while we're recording, we are the twenty-second most popular podcast for T- for the TV reviews category in drum roll Denmark.
0: Our <laughs> <laughs> <Denmark. laughs> Scandinavian fans, Dave. Thank you, everyone. That's that's amazing.
1: <laughs> I, I, it's mad that, isn't it? I, I, don't know if i told you this but years ago obviously when i lived up in manchester i was on a project across in denmark so i used to fly across on a sunday night and i didn't realize up until that time but obviously you know in scandinavia just generally the beer is really expensive and they used to get the a lot of them had come on you know like cheap beer like booze holidays so you know they'd come across in manchester and um you know get tanked up at the weekend and then fly back on sunday night so you've got this combination of like business people flying out and then also these pissed up danes and uh i just remember one in particular where there was a group of danish lads and they were, they were coming along you know like the travelator this is in the middle of manchester airport and then obviously the person at the front didn't Managed to realize that it like the floor was coming, the solid floor, and so he went over, and then about eight of them just ended up on this heap uh, at the end of the travelator. So, yeah. Oh. Oh, Brilliant. What, what were you gonna say?
0: Brilliant. No, just I'm <laughs> imagining I saw a video a few months ago of an old lady shopping and she was she was on with them travelators and and she ended up just falling and getting stuck at the end. But this other old bloke come he was about eighteen, he ended up on top of her and they were just sat there as the thing was just moving. The travelator just <laughs> It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I probably didn't paint our, our Danish listeners in the best light there, but uh, so, but thank you so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, it just
0: took me back a, a few years there. Now, Dave, I <laughs> yep. think if you were ever going to win this show, when the secret, the super-secret influencer opportunity came, and, you know, obviously by the end of it, and we'll talk about how everyone voted and that, but... River, a.k.a. Lee, won, and I also think he lost the game at the same time. All right, okay. I have a theory. Go on. So, I'm intrigued. I'm, You've intrigued yeah. me. <laughs> Are you doing the hand or it's not included? <laughs> I am. I, just, I literally the did the snake hand. Then. <laughs> and we, don't, we haven't got our cameras on today, but if, if you were doing the hand, then it's acceptable to say that. Um, so, <laughs> obviously, well... At this point, I thought, so I'm, so I'm slightly backtracking, but at this point, I thought that Lee River had actually lost the game for himself. So everybody voted. Mm. It came up saying, you are the secret influencer. Super so Influencer we didn't know the results, so everyone was voting who should get it. But they didn't tell the contestants until at the end, and they said, and also, you will not know who that is, but then whoever's the mm. secret influencer, which became Lee, had to go mm-hmm. face-to-face Now, Mm. in my head at this point, so we're in like the, the, um, you know, last episode. In my head, Chloe was winning this. Even though I wanted Delisa to win it, Dave, Chloe was in it. And I think he bottled it by going to pick Mitchell. I think that was, Mitchell was never going to win it. And I felt that that was purely to please Courtney. And Lee at that point had no chance of winning it. It didn't matter when we get to the result, but I think... If he had a chance, if it was me, he should have wiped out Chloe or Trevor.
1: uh, Well, obviously, in hindsight, he definitely should have wiped out Trevor. Um, I don't know, because you had the the trifecta, didn't you? So, uh, yeah, so if he'd have got rid of Trevor... I can't help but think of your fox chicken and seed uh, <laughs> thing oh, on, yeah. on the remember? office podcast that we did. So <laughs> I'm thinking there's a flaw somewhere in your logic here, but I can't see it right now, um, like I could with the old chicken seed.
0: Um do you remember that? That was brilliant. I, was like, I have a theory. And he's like, no, Chris, you've got it wrong. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: you said the thing that Garrett said yeah basically <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but do you know what I mean if you were going to win it you take out who you feel are the two strongest uh,
1: yeah but he doesn't know does he he doesn't know so what I, who, we'll never know ultimately no um, because you know they'd I guess they'd cast their votes, hadn't they? Or they, 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 no, cast no, their they, votes they before they before there was a rating. Didn't. So so, yeah, so yeah. what
0: I was getting at, sorry to interrupt, was read the board. Chloe and Trevor, top two, top two most of the times on every Chloe especially was top of the tree. There's your winner at that point. That's what that's why I would have gone well, for one of them two if I was in it, Dave.
1: I, I have to say, I, I think you've probably got a point there. Um for a lot of these these choices that they make, I, I do think you'd mentioned right at the top of this series that, that they seem quite polished. They seem to really know the game and they're they're playing it well. Whereas, you know, in the first season, they didn't know the game as well. So, you know, made mistakes and what have you. I, I think you might be right there at the end. But I, I have been impressed by the gameplay of, of most of them, to be honest. The yeah. the ones that are left. But yeah, I, I can I can go with that that yeah, he had a free pass to get rid of anyone. And yeah, he could have got rid of, of some of the competition there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just but I, think being, I think he's been
1: I think he's been honest. You're you're saying about Lee being a bit deceiving, <laughs> deceitful. Um but actually I think he was just genuinely trying to get rid of the player he felt, you know, he had the least amount of the connection with. So I, I think that was quite an authentic choice. Whereas if he was being a bit more, you know, bit more of a game player, I agree he should have got rid of Chloe or or uh, Trevor.
0: Hmm. You know, me, you know me, Dave, I am I would have been as devious as that, <laughs>
1: to be honest. That it yeah. would have been right, see ya, on your way. Yeah, yeah. No, very good, very good, Chris. But, I mean, what do you reckon to uh, when
0: Lee actually met up with Mitchell? Dave, Mitchell said straight away, you made the right call, Then he? He started laughing, yeah. he was, he was gutted. I, like I did I like that. that, I did like that. And Lee was like, what? a handsome man, you know, like, wow. And he is a good looking guy, Dave. And I've seen oh, stuff yeah, yeah. afterwards and he's not got his beard now and he's even more handsome. So, you know, you sat there going, what the hell happened to me? You know, like, where, where was my genetic genes? I look at my dad's big nose and think, you, you bastard, that's where I got my fucking genes from. But um, no, he is a great looking guy and his family as well. And, and I think what he said to Lee was right. I would have done the same. We And he explained the situation, what they were trying to do. So I think it works right. And you, you, Dave, you could be right. It was just my hindsight of knowing, and I didn't know who was winning. At that mm. point, Chloe was gone. So I think the great conversation, Lee and Mitchell come across as two really nice people when they were talking, to be fair.
1: Yeah. No, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought Mitchell might turn a little bit. I thought he might, you know, get a bit nasty about it because in the previous episode that we discussed, you know, he was a bit put out, wasn't he? He came like, uh, bottom or, or top. He won a couple of the awards that you don't want to win. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like <laughs> biggest ass kisser and stuff like that. He, he seemed like really put out and I thought he might get a bit nasty, but, uh, no, it's a really nice kind of conversation there. And I loved the fact that, you know, he first asked Mitchell first asked Lee. Well, you know, uh, do you think, you know, you made the right call kind of thing. And when he said, you know, you absolutely made the right call because I was trying to screw you over kind of thing. I, I just loved the fact that, you know, because he's not going to rescue it back there, is he? And I love no. the fact he was honest about it. So, yeah, that again, that was, that was kind of a heartwarming thing about this series, Chris. I, I just think I've enjoyed going through this. Because it's a game, and everyone knows it's a game, and even though everyone's been deceitful, they're still they're still all playing the game. Yeah. None yeah. none of this like oh I'm really here for the right reasons. Oh, but you're not here for the right reasons. <laughs> you know, it's like fuck <laughs> off. You're all here for Instagram followers. End of story. These guys are here for the hundred k, and you know they might be who they say they are. Uh, they might be playing as someone else. All of them are after the 100K. <laughs> it's true. And so I, I just love the fact that, uh, you know, we as the viewers can just take it on face value then. Not like The Bachelor where it's like, mm, what's real here?
0: Yeah. And that's a great point. I think that's a great point. And, and Dave as well, I, I must admit, as the episode goes on, I was excited for the round table. I really was. Yeah. You know, Chloe... She looks stunning, Dave. She, you know they do the old slow mo model walking down the, carri- uh, carri- the car, the corridor, the corridor. She goes <laughs> in the room. They've got the table set up. She sits. It's like, oh my god, here we go. And then next one is Trevor. You know, Delisa comes in, and honestly, Dave, Chloe didn't know what the where the hell to look. This she was. She was really good.
1: You could see that her, she died a little bit inside there, didn't she? Yes. She she'd got herself worked up to think, like, you know, I've got this single dad who, uh, who, you know, seems great and everything. I've got this connection with him. You know, she she forgets, doesn't she? I mean, she's, she's only young, isn't she? But she'd forgotten that, like, initially she was doing a bit of flirting with Trevor. Soon ditched that when Mitchell came along. <laughs> so it was only when she got friend-zoned by Mitchell she was then, like, getting back in with Trevor. But at that point, I think she was... She was wanting to be swept off her feet by this guy, who's, you know, this Trevor. And, uh, yeah, she definitely got dolled up. I mean, she she absolutely would look good on the catwalk and stuff, wouldn't she? She's a stunning girl. It's just when she opens her mouth that, like, you know, she gives off a different persona. But I kind of like that as well because she just seems down to earth, grounded, and... Um, I just couldn't help but think she's got that tight dress on. But she said in like episode one, you know, when she's looking to pull, she gets the puppies out. <laughs> <laughs> so they were definitely out. Um, so yeah, I, I, it it was it was entertaining, but you could tell. I think you know, Chloe was definitely a bit wounded there that Trevor wasn't real, and and well, she was. But even worse, Chris, you know, it's not only uh, it's not only this this woman, Delisha. Uh, but Trevor, the uh, object of Chloe's affections, is her husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like a double whammy, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. And, and uh, Dave, but again, Delisa, great game playing. Got to the really? final. Nobody yeah. nobody had questioned, really, with her. Uh, one mm. thing, I think early on someone did say something about she's Trevor speaking like she's a girl, but that was just passed off Yeah. Then. As a, as a quick yeah, question. Yeah. And then we get Courtney come in, Dave, he's proper excited to meet everyone. And, and he comes in all jolly and that, which is quite good. But I think Lee was the one, Dave, River. Because um, I, I can't believe nobody didn't pick up on River. And straight away, they were like, oh, hello. You know, and it was all nice. Everyone was dead nice, but.
1: You know what? For this whole dinner, I, I just couldn't stop smiling, to be yeah. honest. It, it was just so much fun. To see them all, and and there was no one. I, I know you said uh, in previous seasons, you know, some people might have been a bit annoyed. Don't think that's a spoiler, but you know, they get to the end, and then it is a bit. You know, people get a bit put out. Whereas this, everyone was just having a load of fun, and you had a couple of people there who were who they said they were. You have you know some catfish in there as well, but no one's like. Pissed off about it, everyone's just having a good time, and I just found this so kind of heartwarming to be honest. And even the bit you know, call, uh, Chloe calls out Courtney, you know, that she said about her being, uh, you know, not to be trusted, and and then Courtney says, You know, but I was playing as Emily, so th- that was it. It was put to bed straight away, and uh, you know, I think they got a bit of a shock when John came in, didn't they?
0: Oh, god, David, oh, so yeah. And, and then it all unravels then, doesn't it? That, you know, previous contestants and stuff. I, I just felt the whole thing was brilliant. And and you're right, the way Courtney phrased that about Emily. That's the game, Dave. No matter what I thought about him being... Like you said about being sniping I, I totally agree. It's a, it's a great feeling when they're all together. There was no nastiness. Like I said, the first couple of series, and even with some things happened... That In other seasons, but I won't tell you which country they're in, Dave, just in case, but, but there has been kickoffs. So, yeah, it, this was all nice and sweet, and everyone seemed to get on. They did, to be fair. They, they were all seemed like a really good bunch, and they enjoyed it for what it was. And, I, look, I'm the first one to call bullshit on things, and I know you will, but I just felt this it, it ended really nice as we go into that, you know, final who's going to win scene and everything. I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah. No, it was really, really good. I I enjoyed that, and like I say, it just really heartwarming and and nice to see. It is a bit of a surprise, isn't it? You know, John, when you look at his cover story, and he says, you know, he's been married for thirty years, uh, but he's from Texas. That doesn't really add up, does it? You know, i imagine I, I was actually thinking because lee was saying he, he was going in as this persona of river but actually what he ended up doing he was being his younger self you know his younger gay self you know growing up in texas which i can imagine must have been a bit tricky chris i, yeah. I can't imagine uh that was an easy thing for him to go through but you know john couldn't have been married 30 years ago could he no. Certainly not in Texas.
0: No, no, not at all, Dave. Not at all. So,
1: but but no one picked up on it at all. Everyone, everyone seemed to give John a bit of a free pass. I, I didn't quite understand why that was. Uh, whether the cover story was just too good, but no one really seemed to scratch too much away at, at that backstory. But um, yeah, just... Something snagging me about that, about why that is, but but I can get past it. Now what do you reckon about the final ratings, Chris?
0: I think I was happy with him, Dave. I was happy yeah. with him. I, I was. I, I really wanted Delisa to win, even though she's a catfish. I thought intentions are good. And also, Dave, you know, there's a video that we've both watched recently, but in the circle, she found out she was pregnant and couldn't share that with her husband which i found i mean never saw any i mean no mention of it on the screen for obvious reasons because she can't say i'm pregnant and he didn't know but when this was on i think she's about five or six months pregnant now so that's uh, great news for her
1: yeah so it was on the reunion as well um obviously she she they're all she was on zoom and you know stood up showed the belly and everything so um so, yeah, I mean, uh, so from back to front, I guess, we had fifth place, John. We had fourth place, River. I I thought he might finish higher. Third place, you had Courtney. And then second place, you had Chloe. And, of course, first place, you had Delicia playing Ter- uh, Terry, playing Trevor. And, um, yeah, I, I must admit, when it got down to the last two, I thought Chloe was in with a good shout. But, yeah. um. You know, especially that whole emotional uh, scene when you know uh, Delicia got the video message from uh, from Trevor and her daughter. I just thought, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. But I'd, I'd have been happy with Chloe winning it as well, to be honest.
0: Yeah, honestly, Dave, I was with you. I thought I actually thought Chloe had it in the bag, and I was so shocked that Delisha won it. But she was my pick, so I was proper like happy for her. And I think genuinely, Dave, Chloe was as well. She was dead happy for her. There was no... You know, and you can see sometimes that falseness of the, the false, like, oh, you've won, way!" Yeah, yeah. But really, she hadn't... No, I thought... Yeah, I thought, Yeah,
1: I, I wanted that pool. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yay, well done, yay. Yeah. But no, you
0: know, like the award ceremony. What,
1: what, what was his name? Clark Griswold. That, that was his idea, wasn't it? Didn't he need the uh, Christmas bonus yes. for a pool? yeah he did yeah he was actually <laughs>
0: we've reviewed that one Dave. you're right but but also yeah. i think as well the best ever version i have seen of that is definitely joey on friends when he doesn't win the fucking awards ceremony the daytime oh, tv yeah, awards yeah. and he's like for fuck's sake and he he's goes so... off as he's about to swear and, and, and everyone else does that clapping going oh yeah well done no bravo yeah you deserve to win it when really they're like you bastards Knowing <laughs> how self-centred most actors and actresses are, Dave. Yeah, it pretty much is. But no, it was a great ending and it all sort of cascaded down. And I'll be honest with you, I know you've never watched this. I mean, what do you, did you find this as this is a season? I know it tries to drag you in a few times, but what, what did you think of it overall?
1: Honestly, I really, really enjoyed it. It just felt like a, a fun game and even though you know I tried the first episode I I like the Netflix format if I'm honest I like the fact that it's only a few episodes I mean we I have to say Chris apologies because last episode I said no no it's just one episode but you know there is this reunion one as well so you were right there was two episodes um but I I just found the whole thing just so much fun um and I, I I not really giving it enough of a chance last time, but once you get into the game and into the heads of, of the people and seeing how they're playing it and how they're responding, you know, quite a lot of them I was impressed with. They're put in a difficult position, you know, with a particular message to them and then they manage to come back with something that's, uh, that, that's a great response. No, so I, I just loved it, to be honest. And it, it just, it feels like a breath of fresh air. To be honest, some of the problematic things that we've we've looked at recently, this was just on face value. Uh, it was representative representative of different people across you know society, and so yeah, I I just I really enjoyed it, Chris, and I'm really glad we've gone back to do this one.
0: No, honestly, I'm pleased as well that I sucked you in on this, Dave. So really, really good. Now, Dave, we've gone for nearly forty minutes. Are you going to announce what me and you will be doing when we review our next series?
1: So, what we, well, I guess the first thing is we're struggling a little bit with what our next series is going to be, aren't we? Yeah. (laughs) Because we've got The Bachelorette starting, so Katie's season, that will be starting on the 7th of June. And I think what we'll do is we're definitely going to start that. So next week, we're going to go through all of the different blokes. There's 30 blokes coming in. And we'll go through, look at a bit of their backstory and, and see what we think of, of the different people. Um, that will be next week's episode. So, and then we'll, we'll start off with Katie's season. But then in July, Chris, we've got the UK Love Island and the US. Love Island starting <laughs> as well, so running the two Love Islands. So, so that it's a daily show, isn't it? We did this a couple of years ago, and it nearly killed us. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, (laughs) because it's the watching, it's the relentless watching, recording, editing, uh, publishing, and whatever. So, at the end of it, you know, we we just said let's never do this again. We definitely can't do three concurrent shows. So, (laughs) you know, Bachelorette and the two Love Islands. So, we need to figure out how we're gonna do this. What it might be is we might start off the Bachelorette, uh go with one of the Love Island series and then kind of dip in and out of the other one. Um but I mean let us know on email if uh if you've got an opinion on that, if you want us to go one way or the other. Because we're we're literally just right now we're just not sure. Yeah. We're not But what we have said Something that is uh, <laughs> that is more cast iron is that, obviously, been in lockdown for over a year in the UK, and I know a lot of people across the globe uh, had different situations as well, but it's been a disruption to our whole lives. So, what I said is, coming up to the summer, we're going to get into shape. Now, this certainly won't be Rocky three running down the beach, you know, <laughs> Apollo Creed and Rocky style, <laughs> but... Probably set the target a little bit lower than that, but what we're going to do is we're going to weigh ourselves, baseline ourselves, and uh, you know try and lose a couple of points on our percentage body fat, aren't we, Chris?
0: Oh yes, Dave. and I—I I know that I have put about—I st- probably put about a stone and a half on. I think. Yeah, I think I may have lost about half a stone over the last three or four months because I've become more active. Because I still, we both train and everything. That's the thing. But because we're not doing the day-to-day stuff where you're just mulling around offices and moving. And you know, I have a manual job as well. So you're doing lifting stuff as well and things like that. There is a, a thing. And as we get older, Dave, I'm making every excuse under the sun just to try and justify <laughs> this. But basically, we are fucking going full on. Making a comeback for this summer, we both want to get into them, David Hasselhoff shorts, don't we, Dave? So I, we need to do it. I need to do it. Same time, no, not the same. T- no, definitely not <laughs> the same pair. But, but you know, I am a trained personal trainer, Dave. Not that you would know it looking at me at the moment, but I will be using all my guile and knowledge to try. But it's not a competition. We're both going to be encouraging each other. It's not like ah ha ha I've done this or you've done that we we are gonna there's a a friendly bit of competition but more than anything we're going to be supporting each other and if anybody out there wants to come along for the journey and for whatever show we do we're going to be accountable and measure our weight and all that and that's all we're going to do is just say we've lost a couple of pounds if you don't want to tell us your weight you don't have to but if you want to come on that journey with us of clean living and stuff like that then let's do it. I know sometimes when you watch these shows, you do need a fucking sugar intake and alcohol because you think, what am I doing with my life? Maybe we should watch it while we're on the uh, bikes and stuff, Dave, and doing a little bit somewhere something else. But whatever happens, if you want to come on the journey with us, guys, please get in contact with us as always.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, I've got a little spreadsheet now. So if anyone wanted to, you know, send us in, like Chris says, you know, come on that journey with us. Um, It's just a bit of fun. We figure, you know, We'll spur each other along a little bit, and uh, you know, like I say, just a bit of fun. Yeah, it is. We've probably a... finished talking about the reality TV stuff now. By the way, so yeah. if you're not interested <laughs> at all. Uh, you can probably stop here. But <laughs> shall run through our baseline. Uh, you know, let's figures, do it,
0: Chris. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So. In the red corner, right, we have Chris Phelps. He is six foot two, which is seventy-four centimeters tall, and he weighs currently two hundred and thirty-seven pounds. Now, that is a BMI, so body mass index rating of two thirty uh, of sorry, two thirty-seven pounds. I just read that bit. Um, that is a BMI of thirty point four. Now, in order to reduce that BMI by two point one. Chris has got to get down to £221, so losing £16 and we're going to do this um, over, actually it's going to track almost to the Bachelorette, so Bachelorette episode 13 will come out beginning of September, so that's when we'll finish
0: how are you feeling you feeling confident <laughs> i am dave and being mr let's dive even with two feet i am losing more than that my friend more i want to get down yeah, to well, about. you, you yeah. of
1: course can do that
0: yeah i want to get down to about 200 and some 237 so i want to lose another 28 pounds so a two stone in uk but 28 pounds so we're going down to, to 210 pounds is my target dave
1: don't forget, we're trying to do this in a healthy, sustainable way as well. <laughs> so, I, I'm not look. If you blow your target out of the water, that's brilliant. Right in the blue corner. Fuck! Why did I do that? <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking hate blue. Um, well, I say I don't. I love blue, but obviously my football team is red. Uh, the real red, Chris. Right. So height for Mr Horrocks is five foot eight. That is 68 centimeters, and he is currently 193 pounds, and that is a BMI of 29.3, so a little bit, you know, a little bit trimmer than contestant number one, I have to say. Um, (laughs) His target weight is 179 pounds, so that will bring his BMI down to 27.2 and he has to lose slightly less so he has to lose 14 pounds chris now i don't plan on blowing my uh, target out the water quite honestly i'll be quite happy with that 14 but uh let's see how we start tracking so we're gonna do this week by week and if you start kicking my ass i might uh,
0: I-, I might change my mind about that one <laughs> All right, big thanks for that, Dave. Um, amazing, amazing. And thank you. If you're listening, you want to do it, get in contact with us, guys. If you want to contact us for this or anything else to do with the show or anything you think, you know, what you want us to do in the future, at CD Reality Cast on social media. If you want to email us, the CD gmail.com. Uh, and also, big thanks to our patrons today patreon.com forward slash CD Lucky Lulu Green, Ken Gustafson, and um, the wonderful. Lauren as well, not Lotta, Lauren. So thank you guys uh, for supporting us and we really appreciate it. So Dave, I will see you next time, my friend. Bye!